Hello, welcome to Enough Liquor, a podcast where we drink grain alcohol out of a measuring cup as we discuss the greatest television show of all time, The Golden Girls. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. And today we are tackling the 76th episode on the series, Mother's Day. The last one of the third season. Woo! Holy cow, I cannot believe we are this far along I know. Right now. Slow it's down. wild. So this is another, like, it's a, it's a really good framing, given that all of the women are mothers, you know? So it's kind of nice, and I like how... The the present day, like, non-vignette stuff is, like, actually super light. It's yeah. It's just centered around waiting for phone calls. Yeah. And, well, like, reminiscing. It's super light, but it's not. Well, There's it's, so much loaded in, like, when the calls are coming in. That's and is true. they going to call? And actually, so I, my first note is, like, this one kind of brings up, like, issues, bad feelings for me. Not in a way that is, like, specifically related to Mother's Day or anything, but it's just, like, it it's... Really sad for me to see whenever Blanche is, like, feeling bad or regretful about her relationship with her kids mm. or, like, her relationship with anyone. And there's just, like, an air over the the feeling. Um, but I actually really like this one. I think yeah. it's a really... There's a lot of, like, heavy moments, but um, a lot of funny moments. Too. I think it's a really well done sort of, like, pieces fitting together yeah yeah it doesn't feel like you know some of the criticisms we've had about like the vignette episodes is like you're like oh these sort of half written bits but these are all kind of like well thought out like they're all good points yeah and there's enough variety in them that it feels good yeah and before we get into the different vignettes like i want to talk about first of all it's so cute with their little corsage like i I love that also Um, the shrimp the shrimp thing (laughs) and like also how sophia is like just so pissed off and eventually is like fuck this i'm gonna make my own like that i feel like is so any like I get hangry and like I feel like you know when I'm impatient and I'm waiting I'm like all right this is I'm just gonna make a sandwich like this is so stupid um I related to that a lot and I was like yeah like it must be annoying to have to sit there and wait for your call and there's no phones you know totally no cell phones man I think it's so fascinating that yeah it's great I'll just sit and read in the paper (laughs) Also, the whole, like, just a little short on cash, like, long-distance calling. Yeah. And the whole, like, mockery of, Duke like, of it's... Windsor. Oh, my God. It's amazing. <laughs> it's funny. I like that one a lot. And also, like, Phil just sucks. Like, it's the only time of year he calls and doesn't ask for money. I he's, know. You know, like, he's in his 50s. Like, what are you doing, guy? <laughs> um, Seriously. But it's nice. It's also, like, Sophia doesn't seem to have any feelings about the fact that, like, he just calls to, like, note that he called via the collect, you know, the collect yes. number, and she seems to feel appreciative of that, so I think that's kind of nice. Yeah. It's interesting, it's interesting how I'll feel about, like, Mother's Day as my kid gets older, because I am not about these, like, mark of holidays. Hallmark like, Valentine's holidays, yeah. Day is, like, the one day a year that my husband's supposed to be fucking nice to me. Or yeah. so. I mean, it's... <laughs> I think it's obnoxious. However, when you have, like, the rest of society having some sort of acknowledgement, it's really hard to sort of not get sucked in. Yeah. And and that doesn't mean that, like, the way I would raise my kid is, like, to be like, can you please maybe show appreciation the other 364 days of the year? Like, that's that's not how it's going to be. But there is something about, like, adhering to that, like, this is what we do. Yeah, there's no... I don't really think there's a possibility... Or, not a possibility, but, like... It's not very easy to escape it. And I also think in the age of social media, there's like an additional layer of... Oh, yeah, performativity. Right? It's like you don't love your mom if you don't post about your mom on Instagram. Like, <laughs> you I know, know, it's, I so, know. it's so silly, but... Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think that day is very, very loaded and complex. And actually, like, 
not to get all the way into it, but I do think sometimes, like, we are very insensitive as a society to people who have, like, bad relationships with their mothers or yes. have lost their mothers or, like, Absolutely. you know, or always wanted to or, be like, a mother and right, can't. can't. Yeah, exactly. Like, so I think that there is some more consciousness around that a little bit, but, uh, you know, that's a very nuanced kind of modern thing, I think. And so, of course, we, like... It doesn't bother me that the show had a Mother's Day episode that's, like, very simple, but right. I but do to think it's point, important to acknowledge that. To your point, exactly. That, But that's the whole Blanche piece. It's complicated for yeah. her, right? And she is already feeling terrible, even at the outset, and, like, reminiscing about her mother when she was losing her mind. Oh, so sad. You know? And it, there's, yeah. it Like, you're right. It does get dark. And it I was does. like, not, I mean, I meant light in terms of, like, they don't really go super into No, they're around the table. Storylines. Yeah. But, like, you're right that it's actually not really light. Like, there's a lot of really intense themes. And I think that that Blanche's complex relationship with her entire family, extended family, as you constantly bring up, which I so appreciate that, that point of view, is, like, that's the acknowledgement of, like, it's not always this pretty thing, right. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, like, even just, like, Dorothy and Rose are both sitting there, like, waiting for their calls, but they know their calls are coming. Correct. And so there's a different layer of pressure. And it's also, like, there's, like, a tiny bit of, like, humiliation, because Blanche is, like, she's not going to call. I don't have to explain to my friends that she's not going to call. Totally. Like, ooh. It's, I know. know. It's, a, it's a lot. It's a very, like, complex, like thing but um okay so should we get into stan's mom <laughs> oh yes please 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 because this is my favorite one of all she's of so good and so these good. are all really good i they i are stands up um the photos panning with stan so like to funny. start it's really great yeah, you immediately like, are like okay yes yeah. <laughs> you're like this is pretty funny this is great and mother's like, mornack which is like also we just talked about you know you're not supposed to be called mother dorothy what I are you know, doing i know <laughs> Exactly. So what's really funny is, so this actress, her name is Alice Ghostly, and she always, every time I saw her on this, I was reminded of the actor Paul Lind. We love him. And he, so because I, I feel like they should be siblings. I feel like they're so similar. And what's really fascinating is I'm looking both of them up, of course, you know, like hat tip to uh, George and Kristen at uh, Meanwhile at the Podcast for being our, you know, exploring mm -hmm. the guest characters, um, guest characters. But um, they both were on Bewitched. Yeah. So like Paul Lind played the like wacky, like prankster uncle of, uh, of uh, Samantha, like Endora's brother. Mm -hmm. And then Alice ghostly played Esmeralda, who was like the witch that was like bumbling. Right. Like she like, you know, accidentally tipped the leaning tower of peace. And she kind wasn't of related to Endora, right? She was just like No, I think she was just a friend, okay. like the witchy friend. I or remember something. the, the which is really funny that they were both on that episode because, like, just her sort of, like, delivery, like yeah. this kind of thing. And very that, Paul Lynn. Yes, yeah. very Paul Lynn, and very, especially him and Bye Bye Birdie. Like, yeah. it, it, there's there's a lot there. Anyway, she's wonderful, she's and I great. just love, I love all the Bewitched connections yeah. to this show. And she's also, she's on Designing Women, and I, yes. I she won an Emmy, I think, from her work in Designing mm -hmm. Women. So she's, like, a very celebrated actress. Yeah, um, absolutely. And it's interesting because I, I think she's probably about the same age as um <laughs> b arthur basically yeah, yeah so exactly. she was born in 1923 so b arthur was born in 47 yeah it's close enough. okay but i think yeah she they, looks they're, they're very good with the uh, the makeup as we'll see for b arthur playing someone born in the 1800s <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> but yeah the uh, like the whole conceit of that like she like stan's mother lives in a trailer park and 
drinks grain alcohol out of a measuring cup. Like, that they bought her the artwork of Adolf Hitler as a book, and that right. she's just, like, literally... Like a dragon lady. Yes! Mm -hmm. Like, vitriolic and abusive to the point of Dorothy, like, in front of Stan, which also, again, per which fits perfectly with Stan that he would never stand up for his wife. Right. And also that his mom would, like, dote, dote on, on him, even though she knows he's, like, a big loser. Totally. It's, like, totally in the... Personality exactly. Flaws. There's, like, I know. Trace it back. <laughs> There's so much to unpack there in terms of like Stan's backstory, which is like not cool. <laughs> Especially the the, the the line also from the Stan to Michael, like oh yeah, you know, like we we. I, I feel discussed. like that's exactly what is you know is is there is like Stan has been and it's also I love I really do love the scene when he goes to take his call or whatever at the end. Oh my god, I know. Um, and Dorothy has this moment with her where she's like, "Look, I know my son is a loser. Like, what do you? I'll give it to you. Don't tell him. Like that. I'll give you a thousand. Like, yeah." <laughs> Such a nice, like, it's also really like, like it. How you have five hundred dollar bills there? Like, what? How but small I bet is that she's stash? Like a, I bet she's like a hoarder. You yeah, know, like yeah. a doesn't believe in banks type of person. Totally. No, no. I just meant like the stack. Yeah, she gives yeah. Her is so <laughs> small, yeah. and you're like, okay. Um. Yeah, and I is it really like sort of endearing moment of, from her, um, as well as when she starts to take the photos off the wall when they oh, leave. Oh, my God. Such um, a good gag. It's so good, yeah. But, it, but it's, like, it's funny because it's endearing, even though if you really, like, just right. unpack it, like, that's messed up, man. Yeah. You're, like, pretending that you care about... Like, it, everything about it. It's so strange and performative. I do, though, from the, like, photo thing... It reminded me, not in this, like, heavy, kind of really messed up backstory kind of way, but, like, it reminded me of when, like, you get tchotchkes from, like, relatives who you give a shit out. about that stuff, and you're like, oh, shit, like, Aunt Patty's coming over, we have to put up her ugly wreath. Right, <laughs> no, totally. Us. I, yeah, I'm like, once you get boxed in, I actually feel like for us it's, like, a lot of Golden Girls paraphernalia, so whatever, but, like... <laughs> Yeah. You, you mentioned one time that you like, like, the moon, and then it's, like, your aunt's giving you all of these moon prints. <laughs> I know. And you're I like, those, put these out. I think that would look lovely above yeah. the mantle. Yeah. And you're yeah, like, exactly. Jesus Christ, yeah. I'm never inviting you over to my But house. that is what you have to, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, also, no pictures of Ted, I guess. <laughs> I know, yeah, exactly. Not the doctor, you know. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. But, yeah, the hot water tea bag dunk is so great. So it's, good. I mean, it's, everything about it is, like, again, if you really scratch the surface, even a little bit, you're like wow you guys need therapy yeah. like you need to unpack this but it's so funny and Alice Ghostly just does such a great delivery so, and she's so casual and like very like woman of her castle in that space yeah. of like a set and I, I love it I love it yeah so it's really I think it's really well done it's really like kind of the only real background we get on stand besides yes. I guess Ted if you want to count that but like they do a good job. It's very consistent. And it's also just, like, it's a really funny scene. And also you can imagine, like, the awkwardness of, A, ever having to ask anyone for money. Your in-laws in particular. Totally. Totally. Like, and it also seems like a relatively desperate situation if they're, like, you know, I know $500 is different now than it was then, but, like... They really need it. <laughs> I know. I know. It's nuts. And it's also just interesting because it's, like... You can see the contempt that, like, Dorothy has for Stan, and she has that line about, like, plastic vomit, and, like, it's, you know, it's the beginning of the end yeah, <laughs> in a lot of yeah, ways, and, like, obviously stressing over money is, like, a big part of that, too, but, yeah, it's really, it's really interesting to, um, to pinpoint of, like, 
in the past before she knows Blanche and Rose. Yeah, you know? for sure. So yeah. But yeah, so like, and moving to the next one, I just, I love, like, Rose is like, hey everyone, it's Charlie Jr. Yeah, is it just cold? And then it's like, I know, and Sophie's like, who cares, I'm starving. Yeah. But I love, yeah, I love the tongue sticking. It's I'll so hold. great. Sure, I'll hold. <laughs> it's so really cute. amazing. But like, to the point of what I was saying about light is like, fun vignette, and then when, boom, we move to another one, you know, yeah. where it's just right. like Blanche talking about her mom and like, um. And we yeah, never Helen, really get very much about Big Mama. <laughs> no, Big Mama. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Helen Plebe is mm-hmm. the, the um, guest star's name. And it's funny, in the Jim Colucci book, like, they talk about how, like, this particular episode, like, the real stars are all of these guest stars. Yeah, they right? do a really good job. They're There's amazing. There's no, like, duds or anything here. Totally. Everybody really rises totally. to their totally. It's really amazing. Um, I think this guest star is so good. She's got such a cute little, like, I know. voice. And then she's like, a proper way for a lady <laughs> to make an entrance. Like, she's very, like southern you know like debutante type of vibe and so yeah the way she talks like he said yeah it's really good it gives me like alvin flashbacks though (laughs) no ma'am alvin flashbacks i know of like the it's so sad it's so sad and it's it's funny too because the scene is so powerful because of the two of them being playing it so well and the stakes of of alzheimer's and, and just the whole situation you completely ignore the fact that, like, the backstory doesn't match at all. You're like, mm-hmm. so his big daddy, where is he? Like, they didn't divorce, right. and he's not dead. He's not dead and, yet, like, yeah. he, like, what's going on? Because she's like, maybe next time I'll bring you a gentleman caller. And I was like, is that supposed to be some sort of dig of, like, Big Mammy? <laughs> yeah, right, get her back. <laughs> not Big Mammy, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, crisscross Big Mommy and Mammy. Right, um, yeah. Anyway, it's understandable. You know <laughs> totally, totally. But it's, I mean, it's still... It's still really great, and it's it's lovely. Like I love Blanche's like self awareness when she talks about the Woody Woodpecker tattoo, and she's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, <laughs> and it's also so good when she's like, "Well, at seventeen, I wasn't about to do it." It's so like, yeah, so good. And she she's a bunch of stories about running off to marry like a middle aged man when she's a teenager. Totally, which, sure, but it's just so it's so good. And when she has this revelation of like, you know, the mother's sort of like intuition or something like knowing that it'll be more effective if you're like sure you know like come to the decision yourself and like you know in my head that's like a calculated risk of like well absolutely like all right sure like but you know they know totally but i also i love how um to that point of how when blanche is telling the story she's smirking so much because she knows exactly from her vantage point now of what her mother was yeah. doing, you know? And, like, like sharing that with her is, like, a really sweet bonding moment, you know? And then the the sweet bonding moment gets broken for that moment where you think that, like, she doesn't remember any of this. Yeah. And then, you know, and they sort of, like, you know, she comes back and talks about different pieces. But anyway, I, it's, yeah, it's really well done and it's always, like, a tragedy. It's a when, you know, It's yeah. a really hard scene. Um, we do get to find out her real age, though, because she's Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, Blanche was born in 1932. So, at the, the time of this episode being 1988, she's 56. 56? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is so funny, because yeah. it's just like a little trick right yeah. in there, you know? At um, least in this episode, which, as we know, it's right. not, there's no continuity, but it's really kind of fascinating, you know? There's no deleted by the authority of the governor. Here. No. Yeah. It is, um... One thing that I feel like this show does and every, kind of every show does when they try to address like Alzheimer's or dementia is like, they always have the character remember this like one detail that like the 
narrator, like the narrator doesn't remember and it's like meant to be redeeming. I think they have to do something to make it a little bit lighter, otherwise it's just like super depressing. I know. Um, but that's just like a very commonly used device. It, it is very true. Yeah, it's like this one thing triggers it and opens up your brain kind of thing. Cure I mean, this terrible disease. I, yes, exactly. It's just turned around right there and that's totally fine. So yeah, pretty wild. But uh, but yeah, I really do, I really do like that. Um, uh, like that whole scene of just like the sensitivity of Blanche and yeah, just like we get, we get a window into her mother. Mm -hmm. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah. It's always talked about, but I, I like how the writers were like, let's do that for this. Yeah. Know? I like it too. Which is cool. So yeah. But then, so yeah, next interstitial, like it's like the shortest possible dialogue to be like, I spent, you know, Mother's Day with another, somebody else's mother. Boom. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> Fine, so like my blood sugar will drop it. I'll have a stroke. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So funny. So as we know, so in, in this vignette, um, Geraldine Fitzgerald, who is the same woman who plays Martha Lamont mm -hmm. later on, plays this woman, Anna. Um, I don't know why she has an English accent. <laughs> I don't either. Like, and, and Rose is like, oh, do you live, like, nearby? She's like, Full of idiots. <laughs> Full of idiots. That that delivery. She was actually nominated for Outstanding Actress. In, yeah, uh, guest, comedy guest actress. Yeah, guest, yeah, yeah. guest actress. That's exactly. Um, but, I mean, she's great, and she's wonderful. So and, like, the, the her delivery of the Full of Idiots thing, and she's like, oh, I didn't mean to offend, dear, you know. And she's like, oh, they figured that out all by themselves. Like, she has such a great... Um, it's a perfect, like, kind of old person thing where she's like, I'm going to just say what I think. Yeah. And she's like, well, I didn't mean offense. I'm just saying it. Yeah. It's pretty true. And then Rose goes like, oh, well, yeah, per capita. Yeah, you're probably right. And then also she's like, they figured that out. I know. You must I be love, so proud. It's I really, love that it's really good. And it's really well done because they enter, like, they're able to weave in the St. Olaf thing into this really, really very touching, like, Rose kind of standing up for her. It, yeah. I really like this one a lot. And it's, um, you know, there's the big, like, heavy reveal that her daughter's dead, which is so sad. Oh, my God. Um, but mostly, she literally goes, my daughter's dead. Yeah. And it's like, she just drops it. Yeah. Like, son. Yeah. I know, it's like a big shocker. Um, but mostly it's funny. You know, yeah. it's like they're waiting for the train and, like, the yokel and... Who is unfortunately not as funny as, like, the back burner guy. Yeah, yeah, I know, but, like, it is pretty funny. <laughs> Jacob, yeah. there's three people here. Yeah. <laughs> Just point to the door. Um, I don't know why he was Irish, but, yeah. you know, what I did They always have, like... Valiant job, yes. But can we talk about how there is a KKK joke? Which way? When they dress up in white oh, sheets for yeah. the one black I man. Know. Holy oh. shit. Yeah. I'm like, what? I don't remember. Like, yeah. I literally, that's so nuts. Like, and then the town's only black man has a heart attack. Right. And he's in the, the hospital from, oh my God. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, it's rural Minnesota. I, don't know. I know, but I just wrote, wow, in yeah. my notes. Because it was like, especially like, you know, in, in this streak of like, you know, we just watched Mixed Blessings like a few episodes back. Yeah. And it was like, oh my God. It's, it was just, uh, yeah, it was yeah, very yeah. wild, you know? And I. You know, it's yeah. There's a, there's a lot of levity in this, younger, like Sonia, yeah, younger, <laughs> Sonia, young and Freilich Steinerbrand. <laughs> but like no. that, that part was yeah, oof, oof, yeah, it's not so wild. And then obviously the extra heavy thing of like she, so she runs away from the home. I know, which is another like you know like uh, as we'll see later in the series with Sophia's friend fleeing and like there's there's a lot going on there and. Yeah. Um, 
And, like, it's, her being, like, they're going to catch up with me, like... Like, she just... Well, she did look out the window and I she know, sees the guy. Also, let's talk about... I hope this is in Matt Browning's book. I haven't referenced it yet, but the guy says, I have a telex here that says... Do you know what a telex was? I don't. It was basically, like, the precursor to the fax machine. Interesting. So, it, according to Wikipedia, it was a, it was a customer-to-customer switch network of teleprinters. So, it's, like, very much like a telephone network, but you would, like send text messages. It was like texting like a <laughs> over the phone lines, like... basically. <laughs> wow. Which was so crazy. So it was like telegraph style connecting circuits where you would send like right. text-based that messages. Makes sense. That but makes he something. like, it was like literally pre-fax machine. Wow. It so crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's so wild. So Advanced. I know. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I do hope that Rose is going to escort her the entire time yeah, all the way there and back. You know, will. We'll see. But, uh, but it's interesting too that this, as opposed to, like, the Dorothy and Stan visit to the mom, um, and then obviously going back in time soon, and back in time with Blanche, is, like, it's not... Rose already lives in Florida yeah. for this for this scene, which is right. really interesting. So. Yeah, and I think it's, um... This actress is just... She's so good. When she's like, I'm, I was just thinking, I'm sorry I got a hearing aid. You know, it's like... Know. It's so good at, like, interspersing the dark. And then she has this, like... We were talking about the daughter. She's like, it was always such a special day, and now I've been going to the cemetery. It's like... I know. A real roller coaster. It's um, really wild. But it's so... It's just, like, purely heartwarming when Rose is like, this is my mother. Sorry. Like, I don't... It, it's such a nice thing. And she's not somebody who you wouldn't expect, like, a nice gesture from, but it is kind of pushing up against authority, which is a little... I would I wouldn't call it out of character, but it's just like not something you would expect from her. Mm-hmm. But she's just so, it's just like a non decision. It's like yes. very clear from the beginning what she's gonna do, and I it just it's really nice. Yeah, it's, it's nice really lovely. Thing to see. Especially since you're like you know you'd think she personally knows Jacob and the right. And the cops. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. I know. Do they take yeah. requests? <laughs> That delivery is so great, yeah. too. She immediately, like, drops it. Right. That's it. <laughs> Not even considered. Oh, man. All right, so the last one. Mm. Um, it's <laughs> So it's, like, it's really interesting because they, they use B. Arthur as her own grandmother, which is fascinating. So in Jim Colucci's book, um, they're sort of recalling, and Linny Green, who we love, of course, yeah. is back again, and she's recalling how rough this scene actually was because it was, like, you know, it took forever to put on the makeup, and it wasn't very flattering to be Arthur. And even though everybody was kind of excited about it, because, like, it is funny because it's, like, the genetic line, right? Yeah. Where you're just like, okay, so the grandmother is, like, super tall, so he is super short. And then, like, you know, Dorothy and yeah. Gloria are super tall. You know, it's really kind of a funny little pattern. But, like, apparently, like all the takes were, like, really rough. Yeah. And, like, the timing was kind of off, and, like, Linny Green was, like, the Arthur was getting pissed. Yeah. She kind of, like, felt bad that that's how they, like, left it, even though Linny Green later was like, oh, when I watched it on TV, like, they actually did a good job. Yeah. And I I never got any of that. Me neither. When when we were talking about that that, uh, is in the Jim Colucci book, I was surprised because I actually feel like this scene is is great for, like, you know, the old Brooklyn type of scenes. I think it's so much fun to see the Arthur's. Sophia's mom is is. trying to, like, you know, sort of cater to her. Um, Also, let's talk about how of her time she is when she smacks her in the face. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And when she's like, I'm in a wheelchair, I'm not blind. (laughs) You know, it's it's so good. I really like it. It's really good. She does a great, that's a great style. And, like, 
the Sophia arguing with her mother yeah. is really interesting, too, because, like, now it's, like, role reversal, where it's, like, we, we get to see her and Dorothy. And... Yeah, and Sophia's kind of, like, on her best behavior a little bit. She's, like, really wants to, like, yeah. Im- not, you know, impress her a little bit and, like, get her to move in, and so she's, like, oh... Just, like, a softer side. But then I also love so much that Lenny Green is so great. And she's like, could you put that in writing? Or, you know, whatever. She's, totally. And Sophia's like, come close. And then, you know, she goes back to, like, Sophia and Dorothy. Yep. Um, and she's so good. And, like, her dynamic with Sal when, when um, she's like, you didn't get me a present. And he's like, well, you're not my mother. She's like, I'm the mother of your children. Like, I, if, I, I really didn't pick up on any of the tension that they talked about. No, not at all. Not at all. And that's, you know, due to the professionalism yeah. of everybody involved, particularly editors. But it's, um, yeah, it's, it's funny. The whole Sal, <laughs> that Sal scene, I know that there's like a whole trope where people don't like him. And I think this is his like shittiest representation yeah. of like, he's literally laying in his like undershirt. Yeah. Like, and just bitching about like the mother thing. Although, I mean, the Dodgers line is really funny. It's funny. Like, he's like, they're moving out of Brooklyn and your mother's moving in. And yeah. actually... Very accurate, because it's 57, the Dodgers moved in 58, so wow. it should have been just announced, you know, and he's all pissed off. But yeah, I'm like, ugh, Sal, you're like a walking stereotype where you're like, you're bitching about having sex three times. Yeah. And like, come on. And know? also when he's like, um, even the way that he convinces her to move in, he's like, I'm the man of this house and I, I want you to live here. And like, I know. It's like, well, come on now. Yeah. It's not, not, my, not my favorite representation of Sal, however... He still, Sid Melton plays him so well. Yeah. And it's such a good, it's just a cool vibe of like when you go back in time that way that yeah. like I'm just, I'm in. I'm I love it. it. I, even like, you know, the set dressing, like everything about those flashback scenes I think is so, it's so good. I yeah. love it. They do a really good job. And then, yeah, I think so. I mean, I really think this episode is really strong, especially for a vignette filled yeah. episode. Um, and then, like you mentioned before, like, the guilt trip of Sophie at the end when she's just hangry is, like, yeah. fuck it, you know? And, like, you know, Blanche gets her delivery, which is really lovely, yeah. of, you know, uh, of getting to, like, enjoy Mother's Day for what it's, quote-unquote, right. supposed to be and have a moment. And, and to her credit, like, Sophia's been, you know, she understands that because Blanche got this call, like, they're not leaving right. soon. She needs to relish it, but then she She's like, well, I love so much also, and she's like, hello, Michael. <laughs> Have you eaten? Well, I had yes. goodbye. <laughs> it's so good. I know. It's, so it's great. such a good delivery. <laughs> it's perfect. But yeah, it's it. this is a lovely way to end the third season. It I is. It, it works really well. It's stronger than I remember, too, because I, I honestly went into this being like, oh, this is a sad one, I'm not going to, like, you know, but I, I ended up really liking it. Yeah, exactly. I know, the, the standout is always Blanche's mom, and yeah. you're just like, I'm like, oh, it, like, paints uh, it, you're, like, worried about it, you know? Wasn't that Virginia? I <laughs> the slut. <laughs> it's so great. Awesome. All right, right. well, join us next time where we're going to discuss taking a long, hot, steamy bath with just enough water to barely cover our perky bosoms. (laughs) See you in season four.